All right, welcome to today's episode of the podcast. As you guys can see, we have delivered on the promise. This is um, something I'm super excited about. It is just chock full. We got the fridge. We got more down below. And uh, just a huge shout out to Red Bull for supporting the podcast and the vlog and everything else we got going on. We have lots of big, uh, lots of big projects on the way. So I'm really stoked to be part of uh, the influencer program with them and working towards a lot of uh, a lot of cool things. Also, we got the release of the Patreon coming up soon, which is going to be super sick. So you guys listen to the podcast. There's tons of cool features in there. First of all, if you guys are avid listeners of the podcast. I'm going to do on the Patreon, Patreons only, can ask questions to the guests that are coming on the show. So a week in advance, I'll let you guys know what guests are coming on the show. You guys can all come up with questions you want me to ask them, send them in. I will ask these guests the questions and you guys can get your answers that way. We're going to have some bigger guests on, more and more coming in the, coming in the future. And also, obviously, on the Patreon, exclusive content. So there'll be, I wouldn't say more R-rated uh, podcasts, but a little less, um, let's just say there'll be a little less boundaries in the podcast. Also, we'll try to put out an extra one or two podcasts a month that'll be with me or me and Patty or extra things like that. Just we'll also be uh, introducing uh, Thought Tub with Bruce and Pat, which is a new series we're starting. We'll release some of the episodes on YouTube, which are super good. And uh, I'm actually super stoked on it. It's pretty, a uh, pretty interesting idea, but there'll be exclusive episodes each week on Patreon. Also, one of the big ones for a lot of you younger kids is we'll be coming up with, uh, we'll be doing trick tutorials and everything like that for everybody that um, asks. So we'll have a bunch of exclusive how-to videos, how to do tricks, how to do this, how to eat healthier, how to sleep healthier, how to be healthier, gym routines, things like that on the Patreon. And if you guys have any questions regarding that, say you guys wanna learn how to do a cork nine blunt and you want some personal help, send us the message on the Patreon. Me and Pat will come up with our own video for you on how to do that. So you guys get your own exclusive video uh, and we'll share it to all the people on the Patreon so everybody can know how to do that. Personally walk you through all the tricks Oh, so uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna start doing events. So dirt bike track set up. We're thinking about a dirt bike track event. We're thinking about um, a couple of days at the house or other places. Where at Mount Saint Louis, where we'll do exclusive events only for the people that are joining the Patreon. Also, um, we're talking about what else we're we talking about, Patty. Also, in terms of the vlogs, they'll be released uh, one day early as well. All the content that goes on YouTube or any other platform will be released one day early. I'm thinking I want to do uh, once winter comes around. One edit a week exclusively for Patreon, so like a two edit, two minute edit of just skiing. So that's another thing that'll be coming in. And yeah, just a lot of really cool projects for the Patreon. It's gonna be $5 a month to sign up, which is literally nothing, just enough to support us, just so we can keep creating uh, content for you guys and moving it forward. Anyways, with that being said, today's podcast guest is Cody Ebunks. This is a different podcast altogether. Kobe's a really nice guy. He's a super sick dude. I met him at Momentum for the first time. He's a filmer and just kind of an all around action sports enthusiast. We talk about a bunch of things from like how he got into skiing, filming his first ski movie, which is super sick by the way. If you guys haven't seen it, go see it. Uh, we talk about it in the podcast. It's like a full length ski movie. He took almost uh, a year and a plus to film it, which is super sick. And uh, we talk about the importance of social media a little bit. Also, where his goals are moving forward in the film industry and a bunch of really cool things just in general revolving around skiing, filming, social media, um, and just just getting things done and working towards your goals, especially uh, in this world. It's, it's different these days. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoy. Really stoked on this new fridge. It looks beautiful here. So if you guys are watching it in person, give it a thumbs up and tell me how nice the fridge looks in the comments because I'm super stoked on it. So big thank you to them. Also, uh, before we dive into the podcast quickly, Big shout out to the other supporters of the podcast, Vertica Outerwear, K2 Skis, K2 Skis Ontario. Yeah, I'm just really stoked to be moving forward with the podcast, the vlogs. And if anybody else wants to support the podcast or vlogs, reach out to me. We got Wear Leathers as well. Sorry, almost forgot about you bad boys. And yeah, we're moving on to bigger and better things each day. 
Power movement, we're coming for you, so watch out. Welcome, creatures of all shapes and sizes, to Banged Up with Bruce Oldham, aka The Kid. This is an action sports podcast, the likes of which the world may never have seen before and may never see again. I hope you guys enjoy. Yo, what's up, dude? Man, how's it going? Not much. Pretty good. How about yourself? Living the life. (laughs) Trying, staying busy. Definitely staying busy. You? Same. (laughs) Very busy, yeah. Yep. Getting ready to move. So. Oh, true. Where are you moving to? Salt Lake. Nice. Why? Just family moving there. Mountains. Mountains, yeah. (laughs) Fair enough. Dude, well, I'm stoked to have you on the podcast. We'll, we'll dive into it pretty... Well, we'll dive into it right now, man. So, uh, cool. yeah, cool. I'm glad you decided to come on. Yeah, no problem. It's uh, kind of a different guest, eh? Usually we're used to having action sports or, like, athletes on, but you're the you're the man behind that. You're the guy that gets all the magic done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've, um, you, you said you're just moving to Salt Lake. Where are you right now? I'm based out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. True, true. Okay, cool. Well, I guess we'll get into it. Well, um, where did you uh, where did you grow up, and how did you kind of get into well to where you are now? Um, yeah, so I was born in Virginia, and then I moved to the Cincinnati area when I was about five. Yeah. Um, and then I got into skiing because we have a little local resort right outside of the city called Perfect North. Yeah, I know um, that one very well. I've always yeah. wanted to go. It's pretty infamous. Um, but anyway, I kind of just started going there for fun when I was little because my mom would take me on like snow days or whatever. Yeah. And then starting in middle school, I just got super into it. And then that kind of just morphed into filming because I was always also just running around with a camera when I was little. So yep. I kind of just combined the two and just kept on snowballing yeah. and snowballing. Cool. So that's kind of that kind of leads to a couple of my questions. So. You, uh, I was gonna ask you when, like, how did you get? Because you do more like filming. I don't know what you do, but behind like what I've seen, but from what I've seen, you do mostly like skiing and other kind of stuff, like actions or other kind of sports stuff like that. Like, um, do you do any? Like, you do other kind of stuff, obviously, but what kind of other stuff do you film? Yeah, so um, at this point, skiing's kind of just like a side thing because okay. I'm, I'm kind of. Because, like, the, I've kind of did that, like, full-time for the last few years, and yeah. I'm kind of at the point where I'm trying to morph more into, like, you could say, like, the traditional film world, like, commercials. And yeah, there's not a lot of money of in the skiing industry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, um, I had my fun, and I mm. still, like, obviously, I obviously want to do it in the future, but that's yeah. not kind of where I'm focusing, like, all my energy on right now. So, um, yeah, kind of just more traditional stuff, you could say. Yeah, for sure. Well, I was going to talk about that because it was, like, I was wondering, because I saw you did the, we'll talk about the movie you did later on, but, um, because that was super sick, but, uh, because I was wondering how you got into it, so you used to ski yourself at Perfect North, like, you park skied, yeah, hit rails, got into all that stuff, yeah, did you ever ski with, like, Jackson and them, or? Uh, yeah, me and Jackson are really good friends, I, I met him, I guess I was in, I was in the, I was, like, 13 he must have been 12 yeah but it was my it was my first year park skiing and it was his first year park skiing too so we kind of just like 
naturally like started being friends. So I've known I've known him since the beginning. And then once I started filming, like I just naturally started filming him. So yeah, yeah. that's super sick. So how, you said you got kind of like you kind of just got into filming, like filming kind of came with it. But was it like something that like you got into just because you wanted to uh, like film like yourself and your friends skiing or like yourself and your friends doing things? Or was it kind of something that you always thought was like maybe a career or something you found interesting? I definitely never saw it as a career in the beginning. It kind of just happened as like I bought a GoPro for like POV type stuff (laughs) just to film, just to like film myself skiing. Um, And then like kind of as I started getting more friends, like I kind of was the one with the GoPro. So I was like, oh, film this. And then I kind of like started liking it. And over time, then I realized, hey, I'm not very good at skiing. I'm a lot better at this. I'm just going to start filming more. So that kind of. (laughs) It just naturally happened through that process. Well, you're damn good at filming, so. Because I was, I was looking back in, uh, at your, you're not, I, I haven't seen a whole lot of skiing videos. I was looking back at Instagram and stuff, and I saw some pretty cool stuff, like, at, um, what is it called? That, uh, it's Ohio, Ohio Dreams. You guys Ohio are just descending yes. at Ohio mm-hmm. Dreams and stuff. Dude, that look, place looks so sick. I've always wanted to go there. Yeah, they're not, they're not really in business anymore. They no. pretty much, like, stopped yeah, they, like, stopped doing camp, like, a couple years ago because they did, like, that. music festivals, and those yeah. were just, like, much more profitable for them. But, yeah, that was that was a fun time. Were you always a kid that was, like, kind of trying to do, like, flips and backflips and stuff or, like, running around and, like, trying to do, like, harder tricks and stuff like that as a kid? like. Yeah, I was, I was very hard on myself for, like, that, like, two-year period where Are I was, like, actually, like, trying to take... Like, I was trying to take skiing seriously. Like, I remember at Ohio Dreams, I think it was, like, the first year I was there. Yeah. Like, my goal for the week was, like, to dub back the water ramp, and I was, like, 12 years old. <laughs> That's and, insane. Like, the, the, water, the water ramp there is, like, super sus because, yeah. like, it's in snow, but there's, an admit, there's, like, a small one that is snowflex, and then the larger one's in snow, and the big one, it's, like, it's like 10 feet higher than the small one and there's an initial that initial portion is like literally a 45 degree angle yeah. and then it there's just a hard there's a hard transition to like 30 degrees like there's no tranny it's just a hard cut angle yeah. and then and then the tranny off the jump is just like so aggressive so you can't straight air it and you have to like flip it or something yeah. so it was so i was just like stressed out about hitting the damn ramp and I hadn't done it. I hadn't hit it. And then the night before the last night there, I remember I was like sitting in bed and I was like stressing out. Like, if I'm not going to double backflip, I'm not going to be a pro skier. <laughs> like just being like ridiculously hard on myself. So then the next day I did it and never hit it again. <laughs> you did the double backflip? Yeah. How'd, yeah. how'd it go? Two, two, or th- two or three of them. They went pretty good. Nice. But, yeah. That's sick. Never hit that jump again. I don't blame you because those um, water ramps they're like fully set up for the aerialist skiers, right? So they got the full version. No, that wasn't it. Wasn't like that. No, they're not. No, they're not set up for aerialist, but it is like a super hard training, almost like an aerial jump. Okay, but because every definitely still sketch. Every water ramp I've hit, like because I used to hit water ramps too back in the day, because I was kind of like before progression airbags came in, was like there was a a big air jump which was kind of small that you could maybe double if you like a double back if you really tried, and then the rest were just like aerial jumps, like a single, a double, and a triple, and like like the double and the triple that with the kick all the way up, you like stand straight and you just hope to God that like you have a tight (laughs) core, you just don't break on the on the transition and just eat it. That's funny because I was. 
Go, go I had a friend of mine the year after that. He actually slipped out on the takeoff, and he like hit his head and like foaming Damn. from the mouth. Like the, there's a I, I have a video of it, but they made me delete it. But there's somebody else filmed it and like went on Jerry of the Day and all this stuff. But like it, <laughs> it's, it was gnarly. <laughs> That's super gnarly because I've seen a couple of videos on YouTube just kind of like. Being me, it's kind of stuff I look for on YouTube anyways. Of just Ohio dreams of people just sending it. And I've seen some people get clapped there. Like, like up yeah. like they jump like these just like huge belly flops and stuff. It looks like, I was like watching the videos. I'm like, I don't know how these guys are like in business. Their insurance must be huge. <laughs> yeah, because they have they have the slip and slide thing too. Yeah, that, that's what I was talking about, the slip and slide. Yeah, that's fun. That's like super fun. Yeah, it looks just so gnarly. Well, I was kind of like, I kind of thought that was the case when you were like getting, because like judging off like, I personally haven't met you like, in, I've only met you in person like once or twice and that was at Momentum last yeah. year. But um, like just like, I've seen obviously your stuff and everything you've done and you just seem like one of those guys that like, once you start something, you're like, you're pretty damn committed and you're going to get it done. So I, I yeah. kind of figured like as a, as a kid, like you would have been growing up like, okay, I'm going to be a skier and you would have just been like, just going after it and stuff, so. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, that's super sick. Um, I guess we'll talk kind of about uh, that then. So you you, do, you were doing some filming before uh, Momentum last year, obviously. You were pretty into it by that point. Yeah, and then yep. you... So tell me about the... What, it was a Momentum like filmer contest, right? So... Yeah, so they were looking for an intern for yeah. the summer, like a film intern, mm-hmm. and they posted something about an Instagram, and like I'm kind of at the point where I like don't even check Instagram anymore. I'm kind of over it because yeah. I just feel like it's all the same thing. So I didn't even see it, but I had somebody tag. I had a friend of mine tag me in it. Oh, really? So I was like, okay, this is yeah. So this is I was like, okay, this is interesting. So I like made a little quick video for it, and mm-hmm. I won. So I spent five weeks there filming and stuff all summer. So, so pretty sick. Yeah, no, that was super sick. So I got a couple questions with that. So they just like reached back out and they're like, yeah, you can come film. Uh, were you getting paid at all? Or were they just covering your, uh, just covering your food and rent? Like where you just exp- Yeah. Yeah. Just expenses. Nice. But, but that was sick. Like that was that a pretty mm-hmm. cool opportunity and you got to meet like, yeah, that was, that was super cool. Especially just getting to meet everybody. Yeah. For you. Cause you're and pretty like, com- you like skiing. Yeah, and it was content for my yeah. movie. Yeah, so I was going to ask you that too. Were you filming your movie before this happened? Did yes. Okay. Yes, I was filming that the entire season beforehand, and then that happened. I was like, okay, well, here's another oh, five okay. weeks of filming. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I was like wondering about that because I was looking at the movie because you released it after, but you said you had, because yeah. I kind of looked at it, and you said you put a, in a year, almost a year of work, or if not a year of work, uh, into the yep. movie easily. And I was wondering if you had started like just then and like, but you had to do a lot of filming as well, or editing as well. Yes. So I started the whole idea. Well, the idea of that went back like four years because yeah. that was kind of that that was kind of always my end goal of once I started getting into like filming. I was like, okay, I'm gonna make a ski movie one day. I'm gonna do that, and then I'm gonna move on to the next thing. Yeah. So that was always that was always kind of like the last pinnacle of stuff. So I started like actually like committing to it August of. It was like August of 2018, and then so I kind of started planning out stuff then, started filming December, November, and then filmed all the way through into July at Momentum, and then spent like three months editing, and it premiered in November of last year. Yeah. Okay, cool. So for everybody who is listening to this and hasn't seen it, it's called Disruptive Innovation, and you guys should definitely watch it. It's out on YouTube still, right? Yep. Yeah. So it's out on YouTube, um, and like... 
like you said, man, you put a lot of work into it, and it is really well done. So I, I highly suggest it to anybody else who's watching it. If you're not listening to this podcast right now, go watch it after. Um, it's voiced over. Uh, who did the voicing? Who did the voiceover? I forget his name, but it was some guy I just hired off the internet. I was going to say, <laughs> did you pay somebody on Fiverr to do it? Yeah. <laughs> Actually. I, I don't think it was Fiverr. I think I used Upwork, but yeah. Something like that, yeah. It was, was it sketchy, like? Try, like getting yeah, somebody to do that or not really he was he was like a prof- he was like a professional guy and he um i talked to him a little bit he does like major commercials for like companies nice. and he kind of just does that and then he kind of just does like upwork and fiber on the side so i was like okay cool that's super sick i was i was wondering who did that um that's mm-hmm. that's cool because i was like this is definitely not your voice and i was like yeah, yeah <laughs> i was wondering if you found like your uncle or somebody to do it i was like that'd be funny <laughs> but no uh anyways cool so that's sick so you were working on it before, and obviously getting into skiing, that's probably everybody's, like, especially when you get into skiing, you start skiing, and as a skier, um, making and getting into filming, making a movie is something that's definitely, definitely, like, on your mind in the project, but you're probably, you're, like, were you doing any other projects, like, big projects for companies or anything like that before you started your ski movie, or was that kind of, like, just a step into it? Not really. I mean, I was doing, like, some smaller, like, client stuff outside of the ski world. Yeah, But up until, up until then, skiing pretty much was, like, 75% of, like, my filming career, you could say. Okay, and then you just kind of decided, like, hey, I got, like, a little bit on the side, but you wanted to make, obviously, like, you had set it, like, in your mind you wanted to make a movie. You made the movie, yeah. which was awesome. And then... Like, I think you kind of mentioned it before, but is this, like, a one-and-done deal? Like, you're kind of just like, I've made my ski movie, I want to go work on bigger and different things? Or, like, maybe down the line you want to come back and make, like, another ski movie later on? Yeah, it's definitely not a one-and-done thing, but it's more of just, like, a break period. Like, obviously, I love skiing, I love filming skiing. Yeah. And I want to, but and I want to come back to it eventually. But there's just so many other aspects of filming that I have yet to explore. So I kind of want to just explore everything and definitely come back to the ski world down the road when I'm more experienced and alert. Like obviously, like my movie was pretty low production. Like I want to, yeah. I want to come back in like 10, 20 years when I'm a lot better and I actually have like a full production team with me and I can actually like produce something like top notch that yeah. you would see from like TGR or something. Yeah, and but. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> For sure, but like to do that by yourself is still very impressive. Like you said, you yeah, how it was long, you said it took three months to edit it. Like how how much time and uh, how hard is that to yes. sit there? It was yeah, it was about August, September, and October. I pretty much spent editing the entire thing, and it was a lot. I've never like sat down that long in my life. It was like every single day, just uh, just over and over and over and over, and it definitely got very. Just very annoying, almost. Yeah, because I personally have like my podcast. I do a couple of videos on YouTube. Obviously, I don't do anything to the level you're doing, but I know how much work goes into editing that stuff. And me editing on iMovie is enough annoyance for me. I get, I get, I get upset with with that enough. I use Final Cut Pro, but then I just like figured I, I couldn't. I wasn't fast enough with it, and I don't really care how high of a quality it is for my stuff. Like, it's not trying to be that high of quality, but, like, to do it to the level you did it, like, that takes a lot of time. That takes, like, being very, very monotonous. So, I can yeah, see... Yeah, and I don't, I don't even like editing that much. I, I like the filming aspect so much more than just, like, sitting in my room by myself for hours on end, so... I don't think wasn't. I... I don't think I've found anybody who likes editing yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, it's fun for, like, a little bit, like, yeah. right after you film and kind of just, like, piecing things together real quick to see how they look, but then after that, it's just, like, oh my gosh, I don't enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do something different, yeah. I've honestly been trying to, uh, been trying to hand off my editing to somebody else to find somebody to, like, do it so I don't have to do it. Just, I just want to film it yeah. and have somebody edit it, but <laughs> I haven't found the, I haven't found the right person yet, but. It's, yeah, it's, it's a lot, man. Like, it, a lot of time goes yeah. into it. Um, mm-hmm. So, with that in mind, do you, uh, you, okay, so, you personally do a little bit, you do a little bit of filming others, but you do a lot of creating content for yourself. Like, um, I don't mm-hmm. know if, like, if you guys follow Kobe on uh, TikTok and Instagram, you'll see, like, yeah, he makes a lot of videos of, like, like and they're good, they're good videos, they're interesting, like. They're very creative and very cool. Um, but what is your focus going forward? Is your focus like mainly like trying to create something like a brand, uh, personal brand for yourself, and through through creating media for other people or creating stuff for yourself? Like, there's kind of like two routes that I'm trying to like work on simultaneously. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I kind of want that personal brand, like social media aspect there mm-hmm. um, because I want I want to do like more travel-based content where I yeah. can like travel and like create stuff for tourism boards and you kind of need that like social media aspect there. Yeah, for but sure. But then, all, but also alongside of that, I want to leverage that social media to also kind of progress more in like the traditional filmmaking world, like mm-hmm. working on like large, large sets and stuff. Um, so I kind of want to use like the personal brand to bypass like the traditional, the traditional, like climbing up the ladder of like running coffee for people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because it takes years and years to work your way up in the film world. So I almost want to use like a personal brand and like social media or whatever, and kind of like have fun traveling and working on like smaller things, Mm -hmm. but then also on the side, use it to like break into like the traditional film world. Yeah, because people like I. This has kind of been a theme in this podcast lately, which is probably getting annoying for some people. But social media does really help with that stuff, and it does create it creates a lot of opportunities. So, like even you, like how many uh, followers you got on TikTok right now? I, I realized it was pretty high. Uh, right there. I saw it. It's like ninety something thousand. Yeah, I was just gonna say you're like almost up at a hundred thousand, which yeah. is which is insane. Like, and a lot of opportunities do come with that. There's a lot of people that do create. Like obviously, everybody knows like the Sam Colders and stuff like that. That create content and travel around and stuff for tourism boards and do things like that. But it's a really cool way to do it. Um, are you more interested in like filming and shooting your own stuff or like producing big projects like movies or something? Like, would that be something you'd be interested in, in like TV shows or something or not? So yeah, much? I def I definitely want to work on like other people's projects. You could say just to kind of get a feel mm-hmm. for that, but definitely long term, I want to be creating my own stuff. And I want to be the one, like, kind of leading these massive, like, projects. With the coming see. up with the concepts and the ideas of what's going into exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wouldn't mind being, like, a camera operator on someone else's, like, creative thing. Yeah. Like, just to kind of feel out, like, working on, like, on a set with in a production. But long term, I definitely want to be the one creating and directing, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's, like, that's huge because, like... Just gaining experience doing things is like probably and connections. Experience and connections mm-hmm. goes a long way. So when you're out there, like like even doing creative, like I did a couple, I did a bit of background acting and stuff because I was um, still trying to a bit, but get into stunt acting because I like just something that I would 
I've always yeah, wanted to do it. I've always thought it'd be cool. And I was like, kind of just like something that would be down my alley. So I've been racking up like my scuba diving certificate and I'm getting my skydiving licenses, things like that, and doing nice. martial arts and stuff like that to also tag on to that. But been doing some background acting and stuff. And like even getting into stunt acting and stuff, it's like all about who you know. And like, but I, I always thought that was cool. I thought it was, um, I, I personally am like, even for like, I don't have like obviously the videos and the podcast and stuff I do is not anything near what you're talking about or what we're talking about with TV shows and stuff. But for me, the funnest part about all of it is coming up with the concepts and the ideas and like watching them like kind of like create them and play it like play it out like the actual like angles and filming and lighting and stuff like that. Yeah. Never or, or the editing for that matter. Fuck that. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> but like the concept and like watching it and bringing it to life is kind of like what excites me. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like filming just in general. But mm-hmm. when you get a film on something that you created in your mind and you get to bring that to life, that just makes it like exponentially better. Yeah, it's super cool. Like, well, but it's also cool to like. It's also cool to like film other things that like other creative people came up with the ideas because then you kind of get a look into like other people's creative process and you get to help them bring theirs. So I kind of. I like both sides, but yeah, for coming sure. Coming up with your own and making your own visions come to life is great. Yeah, I personally haven't had a lot of opportunity to work on like other people's creative ideas because obviously I'm not really in that uh, aspect of things. Like maybe through like skiing and stuff, people like say like, "Why don't you try to do this?" Or you watch other people like do tricks and stuff like that. It's kind of similar because you like use their creative ideas of how to do it and kind of like try to execute it based off that. But it's not the exact same as what we're talking about. Um, I forgot where I was going with this, but, uh, yeah, that's really cool, man. And, uh, I know you have, um, I know you have a lot of things on the go right now. So do you have any projects you'd like to talk about or anything that's interesting? Not really. I mean, I'm really not working on a whole lot right now. Like I'm doing, I'm doing like a few like boring client stuff just to like make money. Yeah. But other than that, like su- super creative things, not really. I mean, I'm, I want to, like I said, I want to start like doing more stuff on like TikTok, Instagram, whatever. But I'm kind of just trying to, trying to wait a couple more weeks until I get moved and then I'll probably start yeah. diving back into making stuff. And you do have to worry about money. Like money is something that you do have to like, it makes the world go round. Fortunately, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can make some of it and still be doing what like some kind of stuff you like, that's cool. But uh, yeah, I, I remember what we we're talking about. We we're talking about the creative side and bringing your own concepts to life. You've done like a bunch of cool things, like even on TikTok with your own concepts. Like, um, I'm sh- I'll like I'll put some of uh, the links in the show notes. But you have like the one where you um, when coronavirus hit. I saw that video of you trying you went out to the island and stuff but like oh, yeah. just thinking of that island and acts like do, i'm thinking about going out to the like that concept and actually going through with it and doing uh-huh. it and then the one what did you do you walked you drive across i, I forget you're on a road trip or something big oh yeah that was that was like one of my more recent ones that yeah i went on a i went on a road trip back in june so i kind of just made like a quick little video about that but like to actually like do those uh like execute those like plans and stuff it's, it's cool man like, uh-huh. it takes a lot yeah. people don't realize how much effort it takes to go into some of those videos like and the worst thing on tiktok i know you've experienced this because i've seen you post a couple and delete them until they go, <laughs> they go back up. I, I see it i just start i started to do the same thing i cleaned up my tiktok uh-huh. page so it looks like a little better because like it is frustrating man you'll spend hours yeah. on one video and it'll get like like 
10,000 views, 1,000 views, and then, like, the video that took you two seconds to make with a random song gets hundred thousands yeah. of views. You're like, oh, I my know. God. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah I, I do a lot of reposting. And it's, it people start, people are starting to catch on now because yeah. now that I actually have, like, followers, like, in earlier days, it didn't really matter because only, like, 10 people saw it. But now people start to see it. But it's really, it's, effect, it's effective sometimes. Like, I've taken one... I think there was one I posted like ten times until it finally it finally hit right. But I want, but I, I don't like repost the same video. I'll like post it and then I'll look at something. I'm like, okay, I make a slight tweak. And on that one that I posted ten times, the last the one the one I the one thing I changed right before I posted the last one is I literally trimmed half a second off one of the clips no. and then it blew half a second and then blew up. It's so, so ridiculous because yeah. I've seen that like even with the um even with that one we were talking about where you went to the island like that video like I saw you posted like maybe once or twice and it like did it did all right but I'm like this video is good enough it's like and I know how much you see these videos and you know how much work I put in them and you're like this deserves to be viral and it doesn't yeah like, that does uh, not live up to my expectations yeah it's just so 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 frustrating man I for me on TikTok I literally gave up for like a solid like month and just posted a random video I found in my camera roll like of me skiing like with no effort and just a song and still like 30 percent of them would blow up I'm like oh my god this is like it's so dumb um, yeah and it's it's a lot more frustrating for me because a lot of my TikToks are more like planned out like things that actually like take some effort yeah because they're because they're like 60 second things and I gotta film a bunch of super short clips and then narrate it da, 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 da. so those are just so much more frustrating well that's why that's why I understood why you uh, why you reposted because I'm like, dude, I, I know exactly how much effort went into this. Like, this is not easy. And if I made this and it did not go viral or did not do well or like even close to as well as it should as it should have done, I would have been so bummed. Yeah, and I want to start. I want to start doing more like professional stuff on TikTok, like yeah. film, like instead of just running around with my phone. Like, I kind of want to start doing almost like mini movies on TikTok that are like actually like That's well neat. shot. But I just I don't want to put that much effort into it until I have like consistent results. Yeah. But but that's definitely like kind of what I want to eventually transition to is more like almost yeah like miniature movies. I think that's a really cool concept. I used to do that too. Not movies. I used to make like like almost daily little uh, vlogs on TikTok, like quick sixty second mm-hmm. vlogs of just like like a day or something like that. And I it was really good content. It was cool. It was creative. And it was like. It was fun to do, and everybody that actually saw them, that followed me on TikTok, really liked them. But there was a problem of it, just like you don't. It's not consistent. Like it's not mm-hmm. consistent whatsoever. It's like yeah, oh. it's it's so nice because like you can get something to blow up so easily. But once you get the followers, like it's the engagement, just like on a regular post. Like yeah. I have like ninety thousand followers, and if something doesn't like end up on the for you page, it gets like five thousand views. Yeah, it's like that. So there's like upside, but then there's also that downside of like you don't have like consistent engagement like you would on Instagram. Yeah, I'm the same man. I have like I think I have twenty. 22 now and like some of my videos i'll post i one one video i uploaded was a snapchat my mom took of me falling off a rail early and it got like 400,000 views and then a video of me like three video a video of me doing like three super hard tricks on my backyard rail filmed nicely edited well got like a thousand views i'm like this is yeah. stupid yeah that's one thing i've noticed about the ski content on there is like you can't just post like a super sick trick because nobody knows what that is <laughs> <laughs> no, the most popular video I had to date was just me spitting out blood from when I crashed, and it did well. 
I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. It's crazy how, like, the engagement varies on different platforms. So, yeah. Instagram is so hard to for personally to grow on. Right? For me, I, I have such a hard time growing on it right now. Yeah. It's a nightmare. <laughs> there's, Flex. like, no SEO. There's nothing else. There's, like, very little new, uh, enga- like, new engagement and stuff like that. It's like, oh. mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah that, that's why I've kind of trying to been trying to convert it over from my TikTok. Yeah, but I'm trying to hard. stay. I'm trying to stay somewhat on the times, but it is very hard to even to convert over from TikTok to like any other platforms. Hard. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any? Um, do you have any desire to create like your own, let's say, YouTube channel and like create content for yourself, or are you like, like, like we t- kind of talked about this, but like. Are you like is like really your end goal creating projects, like bigger projects for other people and like or your own bigger projects, but not with you in them? Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I kind of the end goals kind of have like a good mix because like you have you have these like influencer videographers who you could say yeah. who they just run around with their DSLRs and film like travel videos. And, like, they have that social media following. And then on the other side of it, you have these big Hollywood bigwigs who, like, film movies and TV shows and big commercials and stuff. And they have, like, no personal brand. And I I kind of want to try to merge those. So, like, kind of have, have the social following to go out and just, like, create content by myself and be able to make money doing that. But then also I want to be able to shift and go work on, like, larger projects because I get – I get very bored of doing the same things, and I just want to be able to shift back and forth all the time. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I'm personally saying I like to shift. I get super bored of one. Well, not super bored, but I just have everything interest me, so I want to, like, yeah, get my hand same. in this cookie jar or this cookie <laughs> jar, and then I have, like, no hands left in, like, 25 cookie jars, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, uh, I just want to – I basically just want to do everything. Yeah. It, it's if so it hard. If the camera, I want to do it. Yeah. That's cool. At least you've narrowed it down to a camera, man. I've got skiing, MMA, property maintenance company, podcast, so many things. Just that's what I'm trying to like. I'm starting. I'm starting to like. Starting to like get people to like help me out and delegate things to other people to like take a little bit off, so I can like do everything a little more efficiently. But I'm definitely, definitely not there yet. Um. So you're talking about wanting to travel and stuff. Where is the coolest place you travel, and where is the place? that you most want to travel to? I mean, I've traveled a lot, but I also haven't because most of my travel has pretty much just been in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So I've pretty, I've, I've been to nearly everywhere in the U.S. Um, so obviously I just want to kind of start doing a lot of international travel. But, yep. yeah. And do you have a destination in mind? Anything that sticks out? No, just... Like I said, just everywhere. <laughs> just everywhere, a little, little mix, a healthy mix of everything. Okay, cool. Well, it's been 30 minutes now, so we'll wrap this up quickly. I got to go do an MMA cool. class in like 20 minutes anyways. So um, nice. before we dip, uh, I've kind of been asking everybody this, so I may, maybe I'll make it a theme of the podcast, but where do you see yourself in five years, and what does that look like? Oh, my gosh. It's um, a hard one, man. <laughs> It is because, like, I in my mind, I just have so many different routes that could happen, yeah. and I'm kind of, I'm kind of like prepared for everything. 
So, like, answering that, I don't even know how to answer that question. Like, I could, I could see myself, like, running a production company. I could see myself traveling full-time. I could see myself working on film sets. I could see myself, like, almost just being an investor. Like, I have no idea. There's just so many different routes that I've, like, thought about that are possible. And I'm yeah. kind of just, like, ready for everything. So, we'll just have to wait and see. Okay, well, in five years, we'll come back. We'll do this podcast, and we'll see where you're at. <laughs> I'd be interested because me personally man I have no clue where I'm at in five years I have goals yeah, set out same. I'm sure you probably have some kind of goals set out and such, stuff like that I know you seem you seem like a very organized guy so you you probably have like that stuff figured out but like you like you said you everything just interests yeah. you right so yep it'll be one of those things alright awesome man well I'm really glad to have you on the podcast alright you creaky crickets that was today's episode of the podcast um, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did before you leave quickly I know you guys love this. I love this. I love having guests on. I love talking to new people. I'm sure you guys love hearing my beautiful voice just as much as I love talking. So with that being said, um, if you haven't already, just give it a thumbs up on YouTube if you're watching it there. Give it a five-star rating on uh, Apple or Spotify, whatever you're listening to. Comment down below if you want as well. And subscribe because, you know, subscribing on iTunes and liking the podcast, giving it five stars on iTunes. Gets us way up there, and we are coming to pass Powell Movement. Um, trying to think of some other action sports ones that are noteworthy, but right now we're, we got one goal in mind. We're coming for you, Powell Movement. So uh, let's get up to, I think it's 86 five-star ratings, and I know we can do that pretty easily because we have a lot of people that listen to the podcast, and you guys are absolutely the best. Let's say the best listeners around. So with that being said, um, I'll see you guys in the next episode coming out every Tuesday. And I hope you guys like this one. And yeah, comment some guests that you would like to have on. And I'll make it happen for you guys.